0: we hope you are able to use your employment rights to challenge any unfair treatment you may be facing at work. And the important thing to remember is that it's not worth suffering in silence. Reach out and let's see if we can provide support for you. We'd like to start by saying, as usual, that if you like what we are doing, Please like, share and subscribe to the podcast and also to our content. We would also like to ask you to take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule to leave us a review on iTunes. This will help others to get to know about our podcast. To leave a review, just click the Apple Podcast link on our podcast website and leave your review through your iTunes account. You can also leave reviews on some of the other podcast sites. Don't forget that you can also use our social media links on our podcast website to make contact with us. And also that all the support links that you need are at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast episode. Now, if you've been following the podcast for the last few weeks, you will know that we are working our way through a series on dismissals as seen through the eyes of employees who are bullied at work. So in keeping with our current theme, this week's podcast looks at the issue of dismissals through the experiences of employees who are bullied onto sick leave and then find themselves facing sickness capability disciplinaries. If you listen to last week's episode, you will know that capability dismissals are dismissals that focus on sacking you from your job because of concerns about your ability to do your job. When dealing with capability issues, there are two types of capability disciplinaries that you're likely to face. The first is performance capability disciplinaries And the second is sickness capability disciplinaries, and the two are very different. Both types focus on your performance, but sickness capability disciplinaries pay particular attention to concerns about your health and the impact this has on your ability to maintain good enough health to perform your duties. Sickness or ill health capability is a sickness absence management process which your employer will use when your underperformance is linked to your absences from work due to either short-term bouts of sickness or long-term bouts of ill health. Now, the reason sickness capability is such a testing issue is because of the link between bullying and the impact bullying can have on employees' health and the knock-on effects of bullying on long-term ill health and employees taking time off work to deal with their work-related ill health. Victims of bullying report being badly treated at work to such an extent that the experiences either bring on a return of previously controlled health issues or the experience of bullying brings on new health issues with work-related situational stress topping the list of health issues that force employees to take sick leave. But many employees also report feeling under surveillance as a form of bullying at work. Well before they've eventually gone off sick And this is not an unusual experience. One of the earliest forms of monitoring your absence at work can come from managers and colleagues who micromanage your time and movements at work, like a form of absence monitoring. It may come as a surprise to you that employers actively monitor your attendance at work. In some cases, Absence is managed down to the minutiae of timings for when you arrive at work, when you take breaks, how many cigarette breaks you take and how long you take, when you return from lunch breaks and the time you leave work and also the number of sick days you have off, which can be both authorised and unauthorised. When you sign in to work every morning and your movements are managed via that sign-in book or clock-in-in system, The system does not just manage your hours linked to your pay. The data can also be used to monitor your absence levels. And when things go wrong, this data can be used against you to demonstrate your underperformance and your inability to do your job because of concerns about the amount of time you are taking away from your work. Here at Employment Rights Online, We've had an inquiry from someone who was given an example of the level of monitoring used in relation to her. The manager told her, take for example someone, meaning the employee, someone who comes in late to work every day by five or seven minutes, takes an hour for lunch and then leaves work five minutes early to catch the bus to get home. Those 12 minutes a day might not seem like much to you, But if you work 48 weeks of the year, those 12 minutes per day add up to 48 hours per year, which for the company is a full week of work lost to the business. The employee was stunned by this because she thought her boss and her were friends. What she realized was that when things go wrong at work, the smallest of absence monitoring data can be pulled up by her boss and used to bully her by using the data as evidence of her absences from work and also as a reflection on the level of commitment she had to her job, despite the fact that the employee reported that she always made up any time owing to the company and gave additional time to support other workers. When the employee was given this information, it triggered a major stress episode for her and she went off sick only to find that during her sick leave, her manager set in motion the company's sickness capability processes and began to use the processes as a way to manage her ill health. In that example, the employee was subjected to absence and sickness capability processes and the two were rolled together to question the level of sickness and time off she was taking from work and the knock-on effect this was having on the business. But from the employee's perspective, she felt bullied by overbearing levels of scrutiny about her health and about her commitment to her job. Now as things turned out, The employee didn't face a dismissal hearing because of her absences, but the whole experience led her to resign from her job. For you, if you have persistent time off work, either because of short absences or short bouts of sickness or long-term bouts of ill health, your employer may well enact the company sickness absence procedure, which will involve a number of meetings aimed at discussing the concerns with you and a green and improvement plan to reduce your level of sickness from your job. The meetings that you will therefore have to focus on will highlight the number of sick days you have had over a monitored period of time, which could also include specific details of your absences and any unauthorised time off you may have had. The meetings will also include the impact your sick leave is having on the functioning of your team or on the business to deliver services to customers. The meetings should also look at whether your absences are linked to work-related issues and it's here, at this point, that you should raise concerns about bullying and the impact of bullying on you, both at work and at home. The meetings may also look at whether any referrals to support services like occupational health should be the next step to support you at work. The meetings may also look at expected levels of attendance at work and may also include a plan for monitoring and reviewing your attendance levels over a period of time which may also include a requirement from you to not exceed a set number of sick days over a specified period of time. And finally, the meetings may include dates for reviewing all the concerns and agreements discussed as part of the sickness capability process. What you need to be clear about here is that once you enter into sickness capability processes, What the employer is looking for is an improvement in your attendance, meaning a reduction in the amount of time you are having off sick from work. This is what your manager is looking for and it's likely that if that improvement doesn't occur, you could face disciplinary procedures which can include sanctions up to and including dismissal from your job for sickness-related reasons. And if that happens, then this kind of dismissal is seen as a potentially fair reason for your employer to sack you from your job. If you're interested in further information on long-term sickness and your employment rights, you can listen to podcast episodes 45 and 46, which provide more details in relation to occupational health reports and information about the disciplinary process linked to sickness absences from work. As usual, we end by reminding you that if your employer dismisses you for reasons of sickness capability, this is considered a potentially fair reason for dismissal. It does not mean that you agree with the dismissal or the capability reasons used to dismiss you. If you don't agree with the dismissal because you believe the reasons for the dismissal or the way the allegations against you have been investigated, or you believe your employer has not treated you fairly during the three-step procedure dismissal process, you should consider that your dismissal might be unfair and you should then consider taking your own actions to challenge the employer's decision, starting with appealing the decision to dismiss you. Whether or not you agree with the reasons for your dismissal, if you are dismissed from your job, you will need to ensure you receive all contractual payments owing to you, such as notice pay, holiday pay, and any other contractual payments linked to your contract of employment. You should check your contract and all letters and paperwork connected to your dismissal for clarification on this point. And that's it for this week. Remember that you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast episode. Until next week, have a great Employment Rights Week. Bye for now.